You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Mitzay Shabbos and the Rosh Chodesh Cheshven, this must be Rizcha Daraisa, a special edition, I guess, and we'll get back to Mitzay Shabbos. Maybe we're going to get into Erev Shabbos soon. I think, was it next week the clock moves, Rabbi Bechafer? Yeah, oh, I didn't introduce right. you yet. Oh, yes. Okay, I forgot. Yes, we are here with and although at last week's program, he said he was going to do the tagline, um, he says, I must do the tagline. Uh, however, this is really, um, in a sense, even although most of the programs that we do are me coming to the fount of wisdom, the oracle uh, at Delphi to get uh, his perspective, this program... I guess more than others, because he's, he's already said, I want to talk about this subject. And um, he wants to put me in a bind uh, because he knows that um, I have incredible love and respect for the two figures that he really wants to balance off of each other. And uh, the figure, I guess, that we're going to talk about most is uh, the subject of a recent uh, biography the Kanoi or Hakanoi by Menachem Karen Keretz, a book that Rabbi Bechafer, despite his incredible um, prolific uh, output and, and, and incredible schedule, has found time to read. Almost 400 pages um, of uh, material by this Menachem Keretz uh, about the Satmarov. And um, I know it's bubbling in your head. And especially Rabbi Bechafer wants to challenge me and I guess all of us is that um, we all know the, uh, the Satmarov's opinion on, on Zionism, his opinion on Eretz Yisrael, his opinion on the Medina Yisrael, and that I, there's nothing new to be said there, I think, um, uh, how he was a staunch opponent. But I think Rabbi Hoffer wants specifically to talk about how that hatred for Zionism and Eretz Yisrael, and I think connected with that movement, led him to the horrible excess of vilifying and writing the, the ugliest descriptions of anyone connected in any way to that movement or to that program or anyone that that movement felt was a hero for them. Um, and that particularly is Hagayin HaTzadik HaKodosh, like Rav Avram Yitzchak HaKoyen Kuk. Uh, those of you that are Rizcha Daraisa listeners remember that uh, in the midst of the first pandemic, as Rabbi Bechaffer and I were struggling for topics, we talked about who we would bring back um, to uh, the world if we could. And I talked about bringing back Rav Kuksatzal. And Rabbi Bechaffer wants me to, uh, and he's forcing me with, because otherwise he's going to pull out of the program, uh, to read some of the ugly, terrible, disgusting things that the Satmarov wrote about Rav Cook. Now, I'm about to do that, but I wanted you to start talking because I've been going on here for the last four or five minutes. So, I want to say one thing, which is, uh, before you start, which is actually that realization I came to as you were speaking. If anything is flawed with the Satmar Shita, the most flawed thing possible to say about it is that it undermines the entire Yisoy of Akkor and uh, it, it undermines the entire concept of in In other words, if, if the principle of Satmar is that if somebody does you good, eh, it means not, it's nothing. And therefore, I have no to that person. Uh, but I assume that that's not internally within Satmar. I assume that they're 
they because internally that's not the case. But uh, the Satmar Rebbe towards uh, the Tzioyim, who, as we know, saved him during the Second World War, towards the uh, Medina Siswa, which treated him with great honor and respect on his on, on his visits to Siswa, even providing him with police and mounted escorts, and certainly towards the the as I've learned from his book, the um, the leaders of the Mizrahi. The, the Mavdal and others who actually collaborated with him and helped him accomplish his goals, such as setting, setting up a Satmar Kiria in Bnei Brak. In the Satmar uh, approach, this Hakara Satoyed is lacking, and I think it's lacking Bashita. And it goes back probably also to the, in, the fascinating inter, inter rabbinic relationships in Transylvania and Marmarish and all these, uh, and the Karpatus before the war, in which it seems that backbiting and, uh, and double-crossing <laughs> for the yeah. order of the day. Well, the, I, remember, you're, you're, you're a veteran of Chicago uh, rabbinic politics, so it's yes. not that, you know, it, it, I guess it's not so surprising to find the Carpathian Mountains and the flatlands of the Midwest aren't that different if you people them with uh, the tribes of Israel. So they really, right? It's not that different than maybe the tribes of any people. So, yes. yeah, yes, they're right. Politics, rabbinics, backbiting. Look, you know, you, you got to wake up a little bit. You know, if you if you learn history and you read enough, even in the Chuvas farm themselves, I'll go back to the you read in Broad and other places, you'll see what was going on, right? The type of who becomes Rav was, was not, wasn't a meritocracy. Many times it was bought and sold. And even if you want to really talk about Yichas, about the Rebbe's children uh, and son-in-laws, okay, you know, this could be a whole different program. And the Satmar Rav, you're right, he was a product of that, uh, of that, you know, that environment. Uh, I still believe, and again, despite even what you want me to read about, that he, in the many ways, rose above uh, even some of the things that he did. And I think that these things that he did, I'm not sure exactly if Claudius Roll gains by us. Uh, it's great reading for Bechoffer when he, uh, when he uh, in his spare time. I'm not sure if it's what Claudius Roll needs to hear about, but... Listen, you know, if I don't have you on the show, our ratings go down. So I'm willing to talk about it if you want. Um, you know, and and, 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 and and I was, as you say, I'm never anyone to turn a blind eye to a person's flaws. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure, you know, as teachers and as, you know, Rizcha Daraisenikers, uh, what we want to gain by this. Uh, look, uh, we Boy, know... You're really, you're really trying to avoid doing what you're supposed to do as host of the show. You'll just cut to the chase, please, and read the letter. Okay. So I, I will read some of this letter. But basically, before we go on here, the letter is before the Satmarov was placed in the Laga and before he was saved. This is a letter. Wait a minute. Oh, Vayol Moshe was published in the 1950s. Right, right, right. right, right but, but don't tell me he changed after the Laga. Well, I, by the way, he wasn't in the Laga. That's not true. He was in a ghetto. He okay. was not in a camp. Okay, so you're right. I misspoke. It wasn't an alaga, but he did not get to the alaga. And this letter was before whatever chesed was showered upon him. Okay, so um, that's yeah. a. What, what does that mean? You're just making it worse. How am I making? It worse? We didn't come and say 1950s. Chav gemachta tos. Farans yunim velchin si reishamayim. Did he ever yes. say that? Um, you know what? 
I'm going to make a comparison in a couple of minutes, and I already told you what my comparison is going to be. And uh, and about I'm trying to avoid this. Okay, go ahead. I'm not. I, 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 a whole program of avoidance here. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, just because fat, you know, you makes you uncomfortable. Fine. Okay. Good. I, I don't mind. You know what? I can squirm better than you can. All right. I, I I can squirm, and I'll squirm. Okay. So this is a letter that Rabbi. Ba- First of all, let me just tell you, this letter is found in the Divrei Yoyo. But it's also found for anybody who wants to troll uh, Rabbi Bechoffer's um, blog spot or HDOS or I'm sure you're going to put a link in the in the description, right? I, I, well, I don't know. You've had so many different uh, names. I mean, you've you've been on the internet. I think before Al Gore uh, even knew what the internet was. I mean, you've been out there. So I don't know where this was. Was this YGB? Where, I'm not sure what this was. HDOS. But anyway, about eight. My blog. It was your blog. Okay. So anyway, about eight years ago, if you, you can control it, Rabbi Bechopper uh, was involved in, um, I guess, speaking about or writing about how the Samarov was incredibly flawed, right? I think that's what you would say. He, he, we should see him as a flawed person. I think that was your point, right? Yes. Okay. That, that as great as he was, he should be flawed. We should see him. And we should see him in the same light as we see other men um, who had great potential, did some great things, but we need as uh, real honest people to see them as flawed. And this was your evidence to your readership, <clears throat> your immense readership there on the blog. That's what it's about. Now you want to twist it even more. Okay, fine. Right, okay, so this was your attempt to show that you were correct, that this man is a flawed person. Here he is. Okay. I'm going to, um, uh, again, uh, I'm a Revakish Mechiva from the Kedusha of the Satmarov that I'm reading this and from Rev Cook. I'm reading this. to ask Mechiva from Satmarov first. Because <laughs> I, why should I, it's like the Gemara, I why see, should... I see, deep down, you're a real Hungarian there. <laughs> no connection. But anyway, my point is, this is like, this is like, uh, was it uh, Rabbi Yossi, who was it that uh, Rabbi Yossi ben Tarisa, who said to Rabbi Kiva that, that he was, uh, Rabbi Yossi that said to Rabbi Kiva that he was, what did he gain by being Magala the coin of Tzalavchad, Right. That he, yeah. he was Magal that Slavcha, that also we didn't as I did. What? Wasn't Rabbi Shmuel said it? Rabbi Shmuel to Rabbi Kiva? Yeah. yeah. Actually, Rabbi Kiva was, was upbraided. What do you mean? All these, all this apologetics. This is printed in the Dibri Yoyo? The Satmar Hasidim take pride in this? They decide when they put a safer or the Rebbe's Savim to put this there? Allah Dabar who? Okay, so Achav Avseinu Haraish. The head, the one they see as their head is this terrible enemy, which of course is terms for Haman HaRosha. Again, it's my first name, two names as well. Avram Yitzchok Kuk. Who I gave a share hixik behirchi barzeno actoisha gvu hatuma Rahmana Wutzwan. That Rav Kook is responsible for expanding Tuma in the land of Israel, the land of Eretz Israel. Hia Eida Haro uh Hamachinamatsum Shem Tsioinim by strengthening Tsioinim. Also Rav Kook was not an official member of the Zionist Party. Um Asher he wasn't part of Mizrahi either. 
He had tainus. Again, this is Kivilevich was adding this. But anyway, Asherin Hema Beitim Halolu Avnei Negev Beis Yisrael. Now I'm going to get back to this point in a second, and I think this is a key phrase that they are at this point. Maybe not a hundred years ago. Maybe at this point they are the biggest stumbling block for They are destroying the whole planet in a way because they represent the worst possible thing for there to be in the world. Um, Then we're not going to have the Torah, the world can't stand. Um, And worse than Rav Kook supporting them, that Rav Kook in his Tomei books uh, that are well known has printed uh, Minus and Kvira. I don't know, you, you probably translate Minus uh, in your own way. Um, heresy and um, a total incorrect view of the way God and prophecy work and obviously denial of essential things. Ba'azus Metzach with incredible arrogance and and, and, and chutzpah. I don't know if there's any good translation for chutzpah. We've never seen anything so terrible and ugly. I can't stand hearing about it. Again, Eris here, this is a play on words. This is not the Eris of, 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 of Goliath, you know, in terms of his, uh, his um, armor, but it's actually the poison. His poison is metal poison. Uh, that sticks, it's a type of thing that can get young people and get them off the derech. Um, anyway, and he says he, he wrote them in a book called Kol Godol, um, and he wrote the letter to the person that he would take over the job to, the letter that was also, uh, he says here, from the original someone, the Osama Rabbanim. And I saw them, and uh, if you read what's in those books, it's full to the brim with and I can't even stand writing them because it's such a terrible tumah and these type of okay do I have to go on no, you I, have to write I think you should have to say that he's going to say he's, he's bestowing blessings of revenge um, in uh, Tempest and and strength against Rav Kook. Okay. Yes. Um, and how even uh, it has to be destroyed, and he's worse than a Sefer Teresh Kosav Min, um, etc., etc. Um, okay? Um, some people say we should have Shalom, and he says that's worse. Uh, I can't be quiet in this case. Um, all right. So, and again, I would assume there's even worse here uh, that I'm skipping. Um, another letter also, yeah. And I, again, I'm sure. He, okay, so we got the point, right? So again, you. I said to myself, "Where you stopped on the screen?" He came. Oh, so a ish. Here he calls him Yashka. 
All right. Look, you, you know, look, the fact that he was a polemicist and that he could write in a sharp way. Someday they're going to find Bechoffer and Kibalevich's uh, writings to be translated. No. And they're also <laughs> making no, a The Safarevich standards, we are not schleppers of the lowest degree. We don't come to his heels in terms of our capacity. Lahashmi, laharogu, lahabet, lahashmitz. Right. Actually, again, he calls his he calls his 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 writings like the worst of Odazara literature, um, and uh, and he and he feels that it's a fear in Tar- again. How he could say that? Okay, fear Tarashav, Tarashav and okay. Now, um, I, I, I okay, good. So let's talk about this now. Rabbi Bechaper does not. Dear uh, listeners, it does not want this to be a discussion about the Sat Marshita in general, um, and 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 whether it's been discounted or not. Um, and Rav Bechaver does not also want this to be about the positivity of what Satmar has done in their moistus, that they are at the forefront. And we've talked about this on this program, if you remember, about Sadok and Chesed, um, and it would be a sheker to say that the Tzadok and Chesed the Satmer does is not, in a way, an uh, outgrowth of ideas that were entrenched into the community by the Satmer of himself. I think you'd agree, right? And, 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 and he believed in it, and he pushed it, and they live it. Whatever scandals or other things that might erupt or anything else, you're, you, you don't want this to be about the Satmer Shita against the, the state of Israel, or Zionism in general. You don't want this to be necessarily about discounting the chassadim and things that they do. You want to know how we are able to view this person and, and still accept them and put his picture in our sukkah like I have and others do. And still, uh, and yet, what about all these terrible, ugly things that he said that he never uh, recanted? And, um, right, that's basically your point. Yeah, am I, am I, I right? By the way, I don't live with these inconsistencies. I don't have his picture in my sukkah. Okay. Well, I have to. Okay. Good. So you wouldn't put it. You wouldn't put his picture in your. No, sukkah. I would not. Absolutely not. I. It drives. Do you, me, do you ever have Cook's picture? I don't have any pictures on my sukkah. Actually, I have one picture. I have several pictures in my. Okay, so what, what, you're such a, you have no pictures in your sukkah. I don't have his picture in my sukkah. You don't have any pictures in your sukkah. You don't right. dab it for anybody, right? And you don't put any pictures in your sukkah. So you're, I can tell you whose pictures are on my walls in my study. Okay, that's okay. You know, you'll hear. I want. I have a whole shtickle tire about this. Why we put pictures in the sukkah and we don't put pictures and we don't necessarily put pictures on our wall in our in in, in our study. But I have. I do. I have many of them besides one behind me. Okay, that's great. But my point is, is that, um, you know, the, 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 you're not, you want to know how we can, uh, what I think about this. Okay, so it's basically my show. You actually want me to explain what I think. I'll tell you what I think. I'm enjoying you being on the hotspot. You're, you're, you are, it's incredible. How, what what did the, they say? Twisting and turning it. Hang him out. I'm sort of like, I'm, I'm, I'm turning into Brett Kavanaugh, right? <laughs> I'm not Amy Coney Barrett, unfortunately. No. And, and yeah, you're, who you're so scared of. Okay. Um, let, let, let me let me say what I think here. Um, I think that the Satmarov felt, and I think there was a lot of credibility to what he wrote. 
that Zionism, irreligious Zionism, was a very powerful movement, and the desire to be part of it was extremely satisfying for someone who didn't want to keep Torah mitzvahs and yet still feel that they were, in a way, fulfilling a Jewish identity. And in large part, many people's movements and actions toward it uh, were actually, at least on a, uh, a conscious level, based that way. I, I don't want to be from, but I love the state. Of, I love the idea of having a state. I love the state now that it's here. And um, Rev, uh, and the Samarov knew that this had such a uh, an emotional. Uh, it could fill such an emotional void in people that it was a challenge to frumkite, davening, and everything else. He, in fact, understood, maybe because he was in Hungary, um, what it was to be part of some sort of nationalism and that it could actually farchap people in a way that they could actually turn their back. In other words, <laughs> for a Haskalah person who's sitting there without a yarmulke, writing in German or whatever language it is, someday someone was going to show him in a mirror, look who you are. Are you a Jew? Whereas uh, a Tzioni, who could who could roll up his sleeves and show his the dirt under his fingernails and other things and how he's working the land of Eretz Yisrael and and and, and 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 speak Hebrew, that person couldn't be as easily guilted or brought back into uh, into the Jewish uh, into the Jewish fold. He'd say, "I am the real Jew. You're not." And I think because he saw this as so powerful and he was so scared of it he decided that he needed to destroy any aspect of credibility. And if there were Rabbanim who were supportive, they needed to be uh, ex, uh, exorcised or excoriated. Was the word? Excoriated. excoriated in the worst possible way. And the bigger they were, the greater mallet he needed uh, to destroy them. And especially ones like Rav Cook who wasn't just a Talmud Chochem and a Lamdin, but a Makubo and someone that everybody praised as a Tzaddik, and I believe was one of the 20th century's greatest Bali Ruach HaKadosh and a, a, a Tzaddik Otsum. And I think, whether, I don't think the Samarov agreed to that, but the Samarov felt that he needed to unleash everything he could against that. Now, Let's say these two men would have met without any of that baggage. You know, I, I, you can go on; it's fine. But this is surprise. This is the same conventional uh, claptrap that everybody says. That is, oh, the Simon Rabbi, he felt he had to be the big Kanoi because he had to counterbalance the opposition, which is very strong. So uh, to show him he didn't mean what he wrote. No, he really loved Rav Cook deeply inside. I didn't say he loved Rav Cook. Yeah, but you're, that's basically what, what you're saying. No, and I'm not. I'm, not, I'm saying, saying that he felt... He was a clay for an apicorus, even though he wrote was a clay for an apicorus. He definitely felt that, right, you know, he wasn't going to take... Yeah, the, it? You can't have it both ways. He, yes, you can. You have a right, if you're wanting to save Claudius Roll, to throw somebody under the bus. That's what he felt. He was saving, he felt he had to save Claudius okay. Roll. And where, where do we have such a source? That you're allowed to do such a thing. That you're allowed to throw somebody who is uh, regarded as a tremendous outside, can only be swelled. Where does he allow to throw his people under the bus? Okay. You have a source for this? Maybe Koirach, Pinchas? 
we thought, you know, I'm sorry, Korach throwing, Moshe Rabbeinu throwing Korach on the bus? Is that the parallel? What, what do you want, where do you find this? Um, when you see that somebody, well, let's take, let's take a look at Rebbe Lezer ben Horkinus, where they didn't call him a Minanapikiris, but if you say, like some Rishonim, that they put him in a Cherim Otsum, because he represented a threat to the and idea of Leib Shabbat. They gave tremendous covet afterwards. You know that. They right, but one covet. second. I didn't say it was Doim with Doim exactly. Yes, yeah, not Doim at all. I, I think it okay. is. Okay. I, I think it is because here you see they said, "Look, you think that they? Right, we need to say this. We need we need to say this about him that he is outside of the Machna. Otherwise, Tyra doesn't stand." And I feel good. They, he had to say this. Now, he had to he, say. It. He had to say. In it. his mind, he, he had, had to, say, to it. say this. In his mind. In his mind, that his mind is not warped. He feels he has to say it this way. Ish Yeah. I again, Satmarov felt that the enemy was so powerful. He, he, he needed to show allowed to mercy. lie through his teeth in order to save Amisra. Okay, that's I'm not sure about. I'm not sure if that's it was lying through. Thing. I'm not sure if it was for this. He, 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 did he believe that the pieces in Orot, which he's talking about, when he talks about, and, and we can talk about those pieces at a different time, and I don't know if I have the energy to, to put them in the, uh, in the show notes, but we can talk about the pieces in Orot. Uh, where he talks about the great neshamas of the Mahali Shabbos and the people that were playing soccer and, 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 and the people that, and, which is what he's referring to, right? You know what I'm talking about. He's talking about the pieces in Orot. You look like you don't know what I mean, right? You know what I'm talking about. The pieces in Orot where he says that that the, that the Machali Shabbos, although he doesn't call them Machali Shabbos, but he says these people who don't, aren't connected to our mitzvahs have big neshamas and that what they're showing, even when they're just strengthening their bodies for the purpose of, 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 of becoming good soccer players, really is part of an incredible Ruach of Kedusha that was taking over uh, and, and coursing through the, the Jewish body, uh, and body meaning every all the cholesterol, and that's why this was happening, and that needed to be recognized. Now, the Satmarov thought that was crazy, I'm sure. He thought that was off-the-wall nuts. Okay, so he could have called it shtus. He could have called it, he could have, he could have called it ridiculous. He could no, no, have, no, but he said, he said the books are molek fira uminos. Not that he wrote something stupid about soccer. That's enough. Look, it's that's enough. That's called molek? That means he went through the whole book. It was all molek fira uminos, and therefore... The entire, all the books that that's always that's hyperbole that you're going to find in Mishpacha magazine and yeah, and, I wanted and, to show Mishpacha magazine and and and, and, and Jewish everywhere. People are always overstating things, okay? But there, there are there, there, listen. There might be other things that he's referring to as well. Where Rav Cook and again, our listeners who are Rav Cooknicks and who have the Vice Shas. Uh, I, I wish we had such listeners, but the people who have the Weisseshas and, and the Cook's Farm, they might be able to find other things where, again, that 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 could have set the Satmarov up in some way. And we know what he thought. And again, this was. Let, let me say it very clearly. By the way, there's no question in my mind that as a pure Makubo, Rav Cook was a much greater Makubo than Satmarov. Satmarov grew up in the spirit 
of Kabbalah all around him. But I have gone through hundreds and hundreds of pieces of uh, of of the Divrayoyla Latayra and other things. It's 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 Hasidisha, very well written in some places. Drash, very interesting Machshavas. But as I said, it has more it has more uh, of a connection to to standard uh, stuff that you're going to find uh, even in the Litvishevel than it does to Rav Cook's things, which are incredibly like you know like creative to the point that 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 they that they are startling and and mind blowing. Uh, even things in Ayanaya, uh, if you look at it, are are and, and in many ways, I, I have the Satmarov would have to work very hard to even match anything in terms of that type of uh, overwhelming brilliance and 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 creativity. Now, uh, right, I would say that. I think I don't know if you agree. Um, and and, and Rev Cook saw what was going on here in terms of ways where I think he was actually correct. He saw this, not as the Samarov did, uh, but he saw this as, you know, uh, as, as, as actually, and, and think about these people who died in those wars. Look, the Samarov was willing to say after 67, let's talk about this, that these Nisim are all Maisim of the Sitrachra. I would be more worried, to me, that's what should be in Bechopper's blog, right? That's much worse to me, right? Don't you think? Than the stuff against Rav Cook. I, I, that, I think personalized is much more personal uh, type of comments are far worse than general shitas. He can have whatever shita he wants. It might be a kooky shita, but he, it's what he, the way when he, he takes, does, does he think the people more. who die in the war are considered uh, Maginim of Klaistro who die at Perkidish Hashem? Right. Just like our big Miller holds there on. That's All right, so I don't know enough about Victor Miller Shita about that, but that's where I would vilify. That's where I would, 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 that's what would get my blood boiling. And in a sense, how could how could he? Again, I'm sure he he cried over the what he would call the senseless deaths, but that is probably a much uglier thing when you talk about people who lost children in the war, and then you tell them, you know, <laughs> your kid died for nothing. Your kid wasn't dying for Kiddush Hashem, or to say even to say that the the victories of '67 uh, didn't wasn't mamish the yad goli of a kaddish uh, To him, they were actually the yad of the sitrachar trying to strengthen the, the Zionist uh, uh, the Zionist hold on on on, on Klal Yisrael. So he he, he was meshugalo isadover. Yes, he was meshugalo isadover, and that to me, yeah, does that mean that he doesn't belong in in in, in my sukkah? I think that uh, the Satmarov changed America. I assume that you also, because you're a unique kind of person, I assume that you would also put Rasul Lieberman in your sukkah, Rasul Goran in your sukkah, no. Karabach in your sukkah. These are all the, I believe these are the examples. Oh, come on. I saw it was on your blog. You yes. cannot compare. Look, I why know you could. Well, why? Why? Okay. Look, first of all, I think the Look, let's talk about me and you. We've talked about ourselves. Your no, last... no, 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 no. I'm not asking you to put my picture. Here. No, no. I, I'm talking about the last act. Look, the last act of your life is is crucial, right? Uh, Gorin's on for Gorin at the end of his life. I mean, it's 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 a train wreck. I mean, compared to where he started, and right. And I say the same thing about Karlbach. 
can you say, you know, the fact, so those two are actually incredibly talented, gifted, brilliant, Gorin especially, so brilliant in learning. But look what happened when, when, when fame and, 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 and the spotlight came on them, and, and whether it's kissing women or running around, blowing the chauffeur everywhere and firing your rifle instead of finishing your safer on your shalmi, whatever it is, was 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 Asamarov guilty of similar things in the last scoop of uh, the last thirty years of his life? He was being manig and Ada. He was changing frumkite in, in, in the whole in, in America. Well, excuse me. Push- uh, excuse me. I, I take exception when that said. I, it's it's one of the myths about the Sam Rebbe. You want to say he was mining an Ada Litiferis? You want to say he produced tremendous chesed? You want to say that his chasidim have certain milus, which the rest of us don't have? I'm fine with that. Don't say he brought Frumkai to America. My personal, I don't know about you in Memphis, Tennessee, but me in West Hempstead, not, not a single part of my upbringing, education, and socialization had anything to do with Satmar. My Shraga Five Mendelovich was responsible for me. Aaron Cutler, you can say to a certain extent, although I'm not 100% sure about that either. But uh, you can say uh, many other people, Lubavitcher Rebbe, certainly, but not the Satmar Rebbe. It's a myth. He didn't bring anything to America. By him pushing... It's a so, myth. Okay. Uh, Bechopper calls it a myth. Maybe yeah. you should know a little bit of the way about sociology and Jewish sociology. I do. I do. Uh, okay. Do. Okay. Well, let me let me instruct you about that a little bit anyway. Here's the thing. Don't uh, say instructing. Let me try and indoctrinate me in your... I, I'm not... All I'm telling you is when someone... When something gets... I'm going to stop screen sharing so we can look at each other straight in the face. Okay. Now, when... When somebody is pushing for super kashras, super kapeda on look and everything, wait, wait, wait. Do you do you deny that if the, if the Satmarov and whatever block of Chassidus Shevelt wasn't pushing for a certain look and a certain kapeda and kashras, it wouldn't have happened, right? I deny that completely. I totally deny that. Absolutely. Oh, come on, look at the pig. Look, look what America was before again. Look at the way people this dressed. Really the had to, there were 500 500 Rabbani who came with him. I know I could say it's due to Rabbi Yosef Steif. I could say it's due to the Ravana Kotler. I could say it's due to the Rabbi Yosef Breuer. I could say it's due to XYZ. But certainly Lubavitcher more than the Satmar. I'm, uh, what, all the Kabetas and Kashras? Yes. 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 Because the Satmar left, left, left New York and Lubavitcher is all over the country. Well, we know that's the way sociology works. The head, the, the goofa busser, Reisha Greyer. We've talked about this no, no, on our program. Last week we talked about it. With not the Reisha. I was not my, I don't know what you're talking about. He's not the Reisha. He had, I, it, you mean, if anything, you could say when he hung the Lubavitcher, when the Satmars hung the Lubavitcher Rebbe in effigy on Purim in, in, uh, in Williamsburg, that made people more anti-Lubavitcher. You want to say that? Go ahead. No, I am talking about the fact that they insisted in New York and any place the Satmars were incredible kabetas uh, and hashkocha in terms of kashras, in terms of yes, checking for... Yes, and no one Rabbi Boyer said about that. Go ahead. What he was very mackly himself. I'm sure he was a tzaddik. Translate? Better glat yosher than glat kosher. Okay, good. But again, kashras... And the idea, look, the idea that both of us are bearded, more or less, 
this the whole you, the whole surah had to do with this. You're not going to convince me. Fine, when you write up this uh, this 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 uh, uh, this rishon, uh, you'll say Kibalevitz demonstrated that the Satmar Rebbe was the one responsible. You can write it, it up. You know what? You start right. You start writing up the show. All right. No, you, start, you start. You start writing it up. I don't you care. Know, it's it's less care. work for me. You do a better job than I do. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Look, you can't it's deny. You can, I deny that the Satmar Rebbe is responsible for Furumkat in America in any significant way beyond Brooklyn. I think you're wrong because I think that Brooklyn and other places, people realized they they were they were shamed into wearing colored shirts. They were they had to look in a certain way. We didn't have to look like a Satmar Chassid, but the idea that a Jew looks different, acts different, um, and also. And, 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 and all the yeshiva in the fifties and sixties who were wearing the, the uh, yeshivish clothing, I know they're wearing blue shirts. And I guess Baruch Hashem Satmar managed to convince me that blue shirts are trait. And I, I know that Avramo Kivalevich never wears a colored shirt because uh, Satmar. <laughs> well, COVID, COVID is COVID is COVID has allowed me to just say I'm not I'm not taking making any laundries. I'm just taking out all the old stuff right here. <laughs> But 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 it has given the idea, and it's not just the shirt that that the B'nai Torah look different, that we are, we represent something different. And I know what you mean. Rav Shul Birnbaum used to be able to wear a straw hat, and then the Satmar Rebbe came, and he should no longer wear a straw hat anymore. The, oh, in, in a sense, you're correct, and that was something. And also the idea that to fight for it in the city council, to fight for Jewish rights, to fight for 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 these things. Those are a product of, of the Satmarov's, um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Not military, um, activism. That was part of his activism. And that, I think, is something that we, we cannot deny. And again, you, you want to put Ravon Cutler, the Baba Rebbe, the Satmarov pushed everything to the right. And that had a ripple effect, even in West Hempstead and even in Memphis, Tennessee as well. So, and and, and, and part of it was, Again, stay, look, I remember what a kosher restaurant was in the 60s, and I remember what kosher hashkocha was. I've been in the hashkocha business. The chassidim are the ones who, who turned the OU into a real kashrus organization because they forced the OU to become more, uh, to be more makbid, et cetera, et cetera. You, again, I don't know. I think you should wrap up your knack on the program and ask you if that's what, if it was Samar Zashbar. I'm curious to hear what he said. Good. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't mind. And by the way, once we're talking about guests, and I, again, I, I, I just want to make one more point before we get to the end. In Lahavdil, a billion Abdullahs, although maybe to you it's only a thousand Abdullahs, we, we have a political campaign that we're at, and you're, of course, on record that you want uh, Joe Biden, who, by the way, I heard. I don't want Joe Biden. I just don't want. Yes, Trump. you did. You said any normal Jew, including yourself, I'm voting for Biden. And I just read on your, your, your Facebook site how you're voting for Biden. You see, you're not Medayek. I wish you'd have, I, I don't know, your longest is probably going down. I wrote, I'm proud to be of the 17% who are not voting for Trump. are voting for Biden. I take no pleasure in voting for Biden. But you are. But yeah, because of my financial situation. Right, okay. So, again, so, and by the way, I heard that Biden said that an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old should have the right to choose his gender. 
That's what he said on the on on, on the program <laughs> Thursday. Trump couldn't. You think Trump doesn't hold the same thing? Trump couldn't care less about it. You're right. Trump cares about nothing. Right. Trump cares about nothing except himself. Yeah. Everything he says is not right. So they're both. Okay. They're both. They're both ice bars. They're both ice bars. Okay. So right now, and as. So let me get to my point. So both of these icebergs are willing to bashmutz the other person because I think Biden in his heart is not a Russia. He's a, whatever he is, he's not a Russia. And he feels that, you know what, I, I don't care. I will say what needs to be said in order to save America. And I think that was the Satmar of Lahabdo trying to do. He felt Yiddish guy needs to be saved. And the same way Biden has turned Trump into the source of all evil, and, and instead of being an idiot affair, a, 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 a ridiculous maneuver, which is what he is. Ridiculous maneuver, fair, stupid person. We all say this. But he is not the source of all evil. But Biden will say it. Kamala Harris will say it. Uh, Booker will say it. Every uh, Hollywood person will say it. Nassab Marov felt he could say such a thing against Rav Cook because he wanted, because <clears throat> to him, the future of the world, not just America, was in the balance. Because where the Jews go, Kal Yisrael goes, the Torah goes, the Bria goes. <laughs> right? Shemayim Ba'aretz goes back to Toyu Uvohu. And therefore, <laughs> when Rav Kook speaks about the 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 uh, the coming from the Shamas of Tohu, who are so big, what that inspires in the Satmarov is the world going back to Toyu Uvohu. So that's what I think, that's where I would compare it. I know we're going along here, but you, you you started with something uh, from that I think needs a little bit of time and effort. What do you respond to that? I'm going to add, just end with one last thing. But what, what do you think about my comparison to uh, the political? I, it sounds to me, it sounds to me like you're comparing the, the Satmarov to Trump. I'm comparing him to both of them. Okay. So what the Satmarov did, what the Satmarov did, is what I, politicians I, do. I, I would like to go on record as saying that Kasusholom, in my opinion, to compare the Satmarov. To Trump and Biden, who are both Oisvars. Didn't I say Wahabdu a million billion of dollars? Yes, I really did. So I'm uh, just reiterating that the, I don't want to compare the two, uh, the three. But and uh, I, I think, but on the other hand, though, uh, the Satmar had the somebody like Trump or Biden said what the Satmar Rebbe said about Rav Cook about their opponent, they would have been thrown out on their faces. In the Jewish belt, you mean? No. Saying they said something parallel to that in the non-Jewish world. I know how you could get parallel because. But they both have. They both have called. Hasn't everyone said that he's the biggest threat to this democracy in the world? Yeah, he's the biggest threat to the planet. He's a madman. He's going to destroy. He's got his finger on the button. Right, but in Judaism, we have much more profound, profound insults than the secular world has. You know that, right? They, because it means more to us. Because the, the fact that the fact that uh, to us the fact that men are not becoming is almost worse than nuclear uh, conflagration. Right. It is. Yeah. So I'm saying right. I don't think I don't think these ty- types of shlokes would ever uh, make it to the secular uh, uh, arena. Okay. Anyway, you know they will cause a tremendous uproar. But we don't. You know they. Okay, so they don't operate. So given you know, I Speaking about a shos, um, a number of people uh, have heard your comments, or at least filtered, have heard the filtering of your comments uh, about repealing the Second Amendment uh, on our last program, and are, are are itching for a chance to get in the ring 
with Ramirez and Gabriel. So I'm going to try to set that up. I, I know um, uh, I, 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 we probably cannot afford Ben Shapiro to come in and, uh, and, and defend himself. Uh, I hear he's very expensive. Uh, he doesn't, although Ami Magazine, I see he's now writing for Ami Magazine, a regular uh, feature. So I don't know, maybe we can get him. But there are people that want to take you on on what you said about the Second Amendment. And by the way, um, like we say, um, I think we will have, uh, by next week is going to be the election? No, I think in two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Two weeks will be the election. And again, and again, you, you, you felt that, that Trump is going to pull something out of his hat. I don't know. Um, maybe QAnon and you should uh, get together and think about... Well, my <laughs> wife told me that uh, Kanye West is going around still... Uh, um, uh, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye. Still kind of campaign for president to draw votes away from Biden from the black community. I don't know if that's the October surprise or we'll see something else. Yes, well, I, I don't know if Kanye West, I, I don't know much about his popularity, but something yeah. tells me that, yeah. you know, something tells me that he probably does not. Anyway, draw I hope people will listen to this program because I think we've gone for almost an hour now. So, All right. I'll have to compress some of it. All right. Um, uh, and, and hopefully, uh, again, people can realize how seriously uh, – uh, Klal Yisrael takes takes their issues. Uh, again, uh, the zikrom of of both of these men that we spoke about today, and again, Rav Kook only in a secondary fashion, but um, I will say again, Tzadike uh, on both of them. My good friend, Rav Yisrael Gurel Belchaper, wants to lump the Sapmerov with uh, a number of other flawed uh, semi gedolim and. Um, Please write in and shtoch Rabbi Bechafer as strongly as possible about this, my all sopper friends. Well, that's it, my friends, for this uh, episode. We'll see you again, Mir Hashem, hopefully next week. Take care, everybody. Be well. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 